Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And I'm Alina. She's we, we've recruited. We have a fourth host. No, it's just temporary until until we uh, don't, trick. Don't speak to her like that. She can come whenever she wants. I, I, I'm I temporary, was, guys. I, I was saying until we tricked her here again on the trick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Melina, come over to this place at this time. We're going to have food and alcohol. Yes. And we. And oh, yeah. <laughs> no, girl. no, not legal no, here. We are, we are Delta eight, Delta it's eight. Legal. Yeah, it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, guess what else potheads think about? Uh, unicorns. Yes. <laughs> Good yeah, job. First thing you would think of. <laughs> <laughs> I segued perfectly <laughs> into our topic. So obviously, this doesn't have anything to do with pets, as unicorns are a. What are you talking about? Unicorns were your first pet in childhood. Yes. As your imaginary friend. This is, is going to be cheetah? a little bit, yes, the cheetah. No, second, because this Elmo is... was my first. Elmo obviously. was your first. Wait. Wait, Elmo's a pet? Monster. But he's. Jesus. But Wait, was he time. like your imaginary <laughs> friend? No, I had like a three foot Elmo I carried around with me everywhere. Oh, okay. Wait, who did you have an imaginary friend or did you just have a three foot Elmo? I had a three foot Elmo, but we won't talk about the imaginary friend because we're here talking about unicorns. Yeah. You actually had an imaginary friend. Okay, I had an imaginary go. friend. I had a shape shifting crew. We talked about this in yeah. like fantasy pets. It was mainly a crow, but it shape shifted into other animals. How adorable. It followed me on the bus, so it's fine. <laughs> I was a child. Oh, oh, okay, so moving on. Unicorns. Well, Unicorns. I spent too much time on this episode for you guys. I to apologize. I apologize. Okay, so tell us about the magical horse. Also, I'm certain people don't want to listen to three conversations at the same time. Probably not. And they're not our crowd. Look, people, log off. Melina has log off. Well, Melina's <laughs> taking over the podcast. Sorry, Sorry. Melina. <laughs> um, you are the true pet parent as... <laughs> You have a child who is an animal. I don't know. Yeah, all right. right. Melina's coming out of the closet as a mother. She does actually have a child. Oh, gosh. I didn't want anyone to know. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a secret. It's a sensitive topic. Guys? Yeah, because you can hide having those. (laughs) She she is a little monster of sweetness. She's my own. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of the precious little bundle. Uh, Unicorns. That I used to watch at the luggage store. Oh, I, God. Let's not go back. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're not going to this back. A couple of years back, I got trapped at a party where she was fishing imaginary cupcakes. And I had to keep eating them, and she wouldn't let me leave. Look, this is why I love her. <laughs> She's adorable. That's how, She's an adorable tyrant. That's how Danielle got imaginary diabetes. <laughs> once, I the, <laughs> once I was on the phone with Melina, and she wanted to explain the entirety of Mario Party to me. And I was like, we are having a conversation about something else. <laughs> Someone from work called me while I was over here and she wanted to look at your spiders. And so I had to yes. be like, hang on, sweetie, I'll show you the spiders. And the person at work is like, what are you doing? I, I thought you were at a wedding. I'm like, yes. Yeah, there are also spiders here. <laughs> right, as the audience does not yet know, Melina was actually my maid of honor. And she braided my hair because I don't know how to fucking braid hair. And she did that. And, and that's why you got angry and shaved it all off. And I got angry and shaved it off because I don't know what to do with long hair. I was not that bitch when I was little. So Anyway, so uh, unicorns. Long hair. Long hair. Unicorns have long hair. Yes, and rainbow. Yeah. Rainbow is involved. My Little Pony and the Origins of the Alicorn. 
yes. episode is starting off with a little bit of a rant against mm. both y'all motherfuckers who are correcting me about alicorns. <laughs> well, they're just what they're called in my Hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on. She proceeds to correct you again. Look here. Okay, hang on. We gotta give some context. I so, did. So some context here. The reason Kip is angry is because Rue had a, we called it an alicorn costume. It was a unicorn horn with Pegasus wings, which yes. in the definition of My Little Pony, any of the unicorns who were granted wings were princesses and they were called alicorns in the series since the 2000 series yes there we go that's it that For was anyone who hasn't seen my little pony the friendship is magic friendship is magic yes specifically it's not a, the earlier ones which were arguably better melina has not whoa um no i get that too but oh. like my little my little pony friendship is magic had a right and stuff like that well, yeah, I grew up on that stuff, too, but, like, there's a lot better foundation and, like, discussions of friendship. Like, yes, well, I, I, I did the watch my... lessons are better. Yeah, the they lessons are... a little bit more substance. I will, characters have more I will say, I do remember the specific episode of the old My Little Pony where they used a pulley system to get out of a cave they fell in. That, that was actually... Was that that was, uh, no, that was an old one. <laughs> Danielle's That's degree like is essentially cartoons. Well, yeah. so is Melina. So this, is, so this this episode made... You're a cartoon degree, aren't you? Mm-hmm. What? You're a cartoon... You're you an animation degree. No, I, I thought you were talking about, like... Oh, um, uh, no. Like, old My Little Pony from, like, the 80s, 90s. Yeah, the there was 80s, an episode yeah. where some of the ponies fell into a cave, and then they used the pulley system to get out. Okay, so they're teaching science. They're teaching science. Yeah. Yes. They teach so other things. So they can get into STEM, which is why it's better. End of discussion. Anyway... What? First coined. Wow. <laughs> I'm, uh, this is my episode. If you want to argue with me, you can do it. Ep- Unicorns part two. We will see. <laughs> okay. Get, okay. Sorry. Okay, so give the, your dissertation. So, so sorry. the point of this isn't actually to burn you guys. It's okay. actually to provide context to the additional history of unicorns. So we're going to get into this. All will be explained, and then we will understand that actually... Hashtag no one's wrong and everyone gets a trophy. Here we go. Yes. Back to the 90s. First, actually, we're going into 1930. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. That's before the 90s. That's before the 1990s. First coined by Odell Shepard in 1930. In his book, Lore of the Unicorn, he used it as the, he used the term alicorn. Uh, uh, Oh, he, uh, he used alicorn as an intended Bear with me one moment. Let me like, gather my thoughts. Gather your thoughts. You're fine. <clears throat> he used the word alicorn as a term that was intended to give a name to the unicorn's horn and the material of the unicorn horn specifically so he didn't have to continuously write out the phrase unicorn's horn. The phrase was hmm. widely adopted and eventually adapted to mean winged unicorn. The root of the phrase being Arabic Al for thee, and French, le for thee, and Latin, uh, cornicus for horn. So mm. it is basically redundant. It's the, the horn. But it, it, the point was to, it, it, he's a white guy, so he didn't get that. But it, alicorn basically just means the unicorn's horn. Okay. The horn. Yeah, I think, I think in literally the show they had earth ponies 
flying ponies and magic ponies. So mm. the combination of flying and magic ponies, they just gave it a name like Alicorn. I get into the I get into oh, okay. friendship is magic. I'm getting okay. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I Don't didn't get really, me wrong. I I'm didn't not... realize this was a oh. battle episode. I just thought you wanted to talk about unicorns. I want to talk about unicorns also. Okay. We're getting into it. I didn't realize <laughs> I had offended you at our Halloween party. <laughs> No, I, I sincerely, I just wanted to do a unicorn episode, and it came up, and I was like, well, here we go. Um, the names for a winged unicorn prior to the change was Flying Unicorn or Pegacorn. Mm. Uh, I personally cool. used to call them a Pegasus, uh, being winged, uh, trumping, horned, uh, trumping the horned aspect every time because I favored Pegasi over Unicorn as a child because I grew up on films like the 1981 release of Clash of the Titans and, uh, of course, uh, Disney's Hercules. What about I, Fantasia? Uh, Fantasia as well. Fantasia and I had good. hardcore about having my own Pegasus. Uh, Danny, I know you can relate to that one. I wrote that into the script because you're a bird person. And I am a bird love, person. Uh, flying bird person. Yes. Continue. Uh, <laughs> the moment the term alicorn switched from being just a term from the unicorn's horn to meaning a winged unicorn is actually well documented as it began to take place in early seasons of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Cultural icon. In the beginning, <laughs> Celestia and Luna mm-hmm. were explicitly referred to as unicorns. And then on the fifth episode of season three, because bronies know, they introduced the amulet of uh, the, the, hold on, they introduced um, an amulet with a unicorn horn and wings referred to, uh, and referred to it as the alicorn amulet. Mm-hmm. Finally, in the season finale of what I'm assuming was also season three, because they didn't specify in the, in the documentation that I found uh, fully referring to winged unicorns incorrectly as alicorns. Uh, However, because of the show and given the fact that it's all made up anyway, winged unicorns will now always be known as alicorns. But today I am going to use the word alicorn to mean actual unicorn horn because, like Odell Shepard, I also don't want to type out the word unicorn horn over and over and over again. So, so you don't you don't want to go, and the unicorn's horn is. Yeah, I okay. say alicorn. It is so, a lot easier. Okay, so all that said, what Kip is saying is anytime they refer to the term alicorn, they're referring to the unicorn's horn. And the material the horn is made out of. Yes, and not referring to the... The winged horned horse. From... My right. little pony friendship is magic. magic. Yes. Which, by the way, really good cartoon. It's a good, good message. I seen it. It's a good message, and it has a lot of like complicated things about friendship and how you don't always like your friends, but you can still yeah. be friends with different yeah. people and blah 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 blah. It's a I good. Actually, Melina and I have a mutual friend who is an open brony. Okay. His name is Steve. I'm not going to give his last name because he didn't respond to my text today. I did invite him on the show today. 
But obviously he didn't respond, so maybe he's dead. Who knows? Also, assume the worst. Also, could just be busy and like, who's this number? With what? What is Steve busy with? Really? I'm going to be Apparently, with Steve has that. nothing going maybe on. Maybe Steve has a life. He not have nothing going on. Or else maybe he's, he's marathoning My on. Little Pony and Equestria Girls, which, by the way, Equestria Girls is better than it should be. Okay, I believe so. that. It's the it's an anthropomorphic it's, version. I, of, I get. I know they're anthropomorphic, but how's it better? It's better than it should be. Like, I, <laughs> like you would uh-huh. see it and you're like, ah, this is a money making scheme, and then you watch and you're like, this is actually solid, and I ship these characters. You, okay, so it, it actually gives good I lessons. Stand. Yeah, I stand by. Yes, no, they have some good characters. All right. Um. So because of Steve, and because I watched a documentary on bronies kind of explaining where they're from. I did actually take the time to watch uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a solid From cartoon. From an objective point of view, it is actually a good cartoon. Also something I really like about the uh, Discord, who I is played... Discord, played by the same guy who plays uh, Q. You want to know how you want to know how the crew... The, so they were... They, yeah, I saw that in the documentary. The crew... So basically, the team was having trouble coming up with a design for Discord, and uh, Laura Faust is the, was the original showrunner, and she eventually, like, stepped down, but she still did work for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she was sick at home, and they, like, basically emailed her, like, hey, we're having trouble coming with a villain, can you? And so, like, Fever-ridden Laura Faust. She's like, I want, I just want I, someone like Q from Star Trek. Yeah, so, but she also came up with this, like, big chimera-type monster mm. in, like, a sickened state going, Q sounds cool. <laughs> I love Star Trek. Uh, it can be a goat man with dragon lions and bat wings. Yes. This, mm. And they're, like, perfect. And she's like, I don't remember what happened. I have a high fever. <laughs> I was on so much NyQuil. <laughs> no. What is his name? Hold on. Let me do it, a live Google. Oh, cues yeah. of the Q actor. I'm very Star bad with Trek. I'm so bad with names. I love him to death. Or you could do Discord for My Little Pony. Either one will find him. Hmm. Look, I'm going to do it my way, and I need you to stop bossing me around for once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, an innocent. Danny is now looking off innocently. Like I'm an innocent. I don't boss anyone. I'm definitely not in charge of it. <laughs> wow, Melina. Just throw me <laughs> oh, down. Just my throat is John Delancey. <laughs> John Delancey. Okay, yeah, John Delancey. Anyway. Um, okay, okay, so. Hooded Eyes. Hooded Eyes forever. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're done with My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, and we're so, moving on to other unicorns. To the actual lore of unicorns. So, where did unicorns come from, Kip? <laughs> Unicorns and their imagery have been represented differently by each country's lore and likewise have evolved over the years. The earliest depictions was from Stesia of Snidus. Look, I, do, I didn't Google how to pronounce that. I like Snesia of Snidus. Does sinuses have some sneezes? Probably. Okay, this is, Who's, I'm sorry, this is look, very, he's a very old man. So okay. let's, let's leave him alone. He, okay. He, he, and he probably has a cold. Yes, Stesia of Snidus. Bless you. Um, who decided, <laughs> uh, who decided it, uh, uh, oh, who described it as something far different from what our modern minds conjure. Written in 398 B.C., mm-hmm. 
very old. Unicorns mm-hmm. are old as fuck. Uh, I will uh, I will now quote the 1920 translation written by J.H. Freeze. Mm. This is a direct quote from what Cesius wrote about unicorns. So well, it's a direct it's a direct translation. Yes, of what a direct translation. What was the original language? I was garbledygook. I didn't even the letters didn't look. even look like anything. Apparently, they, we have ASCII characters for it, but I didn't <laughs> know what it was, so I went with. Jay okay, Freeze. so what was the translation? In India, there are wild asses as large as horses or even larger. Their body is white, their head dark red, their eyes bluish, and they have a horn in their forehead about a cubit in length. Damn fucking cubits, man. So, is this just a goat with one horn? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. In India, it's wild ass. Wild ass. <laughs> the lower part of the horn. <laughs> For uh, for about two palms distance from the forehead is quite white. The middle is black. The upper part, which terminates in a point, is a very flaming red. Those who drink out of the uh, out of cups made uh, from its oh from the horn mm-hmm. are proof against uh, convulsions, epilepsy and even poison, provided that before or after having taken it, they drink some wine or water or other liquid out of these cups. The domestic and wild asses of other countries and all other solid hooves animal, solid hoofed animals have neither huckle bones nor gallbladder, whereas the Indian asses have both. Their huckle bone, which I actually think What's a knuckle knuckle? Yeah, I, I think that gonna... is actually knuckle. Is that like a knuckle? Yeah, knuckle? Okay. Yeah, like that. Uh, is the most beautiful that I've that I have seen. I'm going to get into why that's bullshit. Like that <laughs> of the ox in size and appearance, it is a heavy. It as it is as heavy as lead, and of the color of the cinnabar, which is like a reddish brown. Okay. All through. Oh, like cinnabar gem yeah. from Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, these animals are very strong and swift. Neither the horse nor any other animal can overtake them. At first they run slowly, but the longer they run, their pace increases wonderfully and becomes faster and faster. There is only one way of catching them. When they take their young to feed, if they are surrounded by a large number of horsemen, being unwilling to abandon their foals, they show fight but with their horns kick, bite, and kill many men and horses. They are at last taken after they have been pierced with arrows and spears, for it is impossible to capture them alive. Their flesh is too bitter to eat, and they are only hunted for the sake of the horns and knuckle bones. Ah, so the classic, we like to hunt animals for their Tuscan horns. Hmm? Yeah, that's going to come up again a lot. Okay. Anyway. So oh. so when do they get magical and protect virgins? Very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that is not, that didn't come from Western society. That did actually come from Eastern society, and I no. will, I will uh, get into that as well. Okay. Nowadays, we commonly see unicorns as technicolored, horned, and sometimes even winged horses filled with the, uh, uh, filled with, Miraculous magic. Mm-hmm. I have to, with this, I have to kind of read through the autocorrect because sometimes word thinks that it knows what I mean and it doesn't. 
no. Anyway. Yeah, no, words <laughs> try to do that to me. It's like, no, I do mean this one word. It's like, are you sure? No, oh, same yeah, with I'm, my name. I'm sure. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what do they autocorrect your name to? Oh, they just say it's wrong. You know, the yeah, just, oh, 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 you're no. wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, Incorrect. yeah, last names, they do that all the time. I in, used, yeah, go ahead. In the last century, they used to be a... Uh, they used to be a magical creature that represented purity and likewise was often portrayed as the purest white and sometimes even the darkest black. Mm. Prior to that, we saw the, uh, the visualized, oh, we saw them visualized more as cloven hooked horse like creatures mm-hmm. often referenced as a one horned goat like creature. Ah. But even in the 16th century, we have pictures depicting unicorns uh that clearly just look like cloven hooved ponies with long elegant horns um and i'm now showing you guys a reference of the unicorn is found which is a very famous oh, uh, it moved you touched oh, the side i touched the side oh god there we go it's at the bottom it's black and white but i'm sure you guys have seen this tapestry before yeah okay so it has a beard yeah, it's got yeah. that little beard on its Because chin, of the goat like So it's a Gandalf. Wait, uh, 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 Zeus, when he was a baby, was fed by a goat, and then he broke off a horn, and that became the horn of cornucopia, but he, like, blessed that uh, one-horned, like, goat. I wonder if that also has ties to, like, the goat unicorn myth, because uh, they um, hid Zeus in a cave, so, you know, his dad wouldn't eat him, because his dad had a habit of eating all his children. Cronus. Yeah, Cronus. Yeah. You know, Cronus just goes, like, nom, 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 He's babies. Like, you know what I really like to do? I like to nom my babies. And so his mom's like, I would like my baby to live, and a, a goat lady was like, hey, I'm gonna feed you, baby. And then he's like, yay, I'm a baby. <laughs> and then he's like, baby goat, I love you. Oh, I broke your horn. It's okay. It's the horn of plenty. Now I'm king of the gods and also a slut. Yeah, uh, golden he's ring. very much a slut. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? You're wow. fire. Get off. <laughs> I have to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I just wonder if it has similar tides because like, I actually didn't didn't uh, I, I I I didn't uh, no I didn't. sorry no this is just no. my general knowledge of random I like mythology it. I like it I actually went in the other direction I I found um well uh, I'll get into it okay continue <laughs> sorry um. Scholars have traced the unicorn's origins back to rumors coming from India. Oh, yeah, yeah. The easiest that makes sense. Right there. Uh, for centuries, these rumors have never manifested in actual physical unicorn, but in 1875, excavation uh, team lead, uh, an excavation team led by Alexander Cunningham, which might be wrong, but that was the information I found, but the source is a little dubious. Fair. I mean, Earth, a seal dating back to 2600 to 1900 um, BC uh, from the Indus Valley. Okay. Uh, the Indus Valley is a region in India. So, like Stesius said. Oh, I forgot to mention, Stesius was also someone who never left. I believe he, he was studying creatures based on documents that he found in Persia. Oh, okay, okay. So he was basically just sitting in a library in Persia and was like, oh, unicorns, and wrote about that. So when he said that it was the most beautiful creature he had ever seen. He never saw He never left the building. He probably found, like, a really nice tapestry or illustration in a book. He's like, it's so pretty. Yeah, so people don't know what Cesius was talking about. He, He... 
he basically culminated this information off of books that he had read in Persia. So, so he wrote a fanfic about unicorns. Pretty much, yeah. He was hmm. the very first brownie. Cesius was the very first brownie. He's like Cesius of Snidus. <laughs> That's a great handle, everyone. <laughs> Lining up Bless to get that again. one. <laughs> anyway, um, the Indus Valley is a region in India. So he's right there. Was a creature, wild ass in India. Right, right, right. wild um, ass. The, the Indus Valley is a region in India that borders Pakistan and depicts a one-horned cow. Cows being a sacred symbol, symbol in the Hindu religion and Hinduism being roughly 35,000 years old, I personally believe there was a sacred connection uh, with this one-horned cow imagery already entwined with the culture so that the pervasiveness of this imagery not only being used in stamps and seals at the time, but spreading to use in places like Pakistan and Mesopotamia, I'm almost done. Mm -hmm. It is no (laughs) wonder that the legend of the unicorn spread so quickly and remained for so long. Teacher, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. So (laughs) what I know of ancient drawings, they Mm -hmm. tend to be kind of flat. Uh, Planal, and ah, if I was a two-horned creature, could I have been mistaken for a unicorn as a goat and or an antlered creature? So so you think it was like an animation that they do? (laughs) Like like an illustration or like a carving or something. It's meant to be an animation. I was firmly in that boat. Misconstrued is what I'm guessing. The Indus Valley Unicorn, as it has come to be known, All right. has multiple depictions that confirm that it is explicitly being shown as a one-horned okay. cow. Okay. Because not only do, the initial of embossing of the Indus Unicorn, you look at it, you see four legs, uh-huh. okay. and then you see one ear and one horn. And I was like, oh, the faces in profile, it's just... It's yeah, just yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yep. What Look. medium was used when it was? It was talc, packed talc. Yeah. On what? No, it was just packed. It was an embossing in oh, packed talc. It, yeah. It's like they carved imprint. it in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like an imprinting or like a carving, where it's like. Yeah. Yeah. But there is even an Iraq, uh, in an Iranian. There was an Iranian statue of a goat that was a three D statue of a goat that had one, one horn coming out. Of middle of its forehead i've also in 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 the wild seen antlered creatures that have lost let's say a horn and are single but did it look asymmetrical yeah these are explicitly coming out of the middle of the oh okay 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 yeah yeah, i'm just i was curious if maybe someone's like asshole they're a magical goat Oh, why was it magical? Oh, how one horn. Oh. Was it like a one-time event encounter? Like, or did they see Apparently, multiple of them? I actually, after digging into it, into this this multiple points of perspective, right, right, this right. one cow with the one horn, I do think that at some point in time, there may have been something going on with cows <laughs> in like 2600, I don't know, 2600 BC. But, um... You know, it just, the fact of the matter is we just don't have archaeological evidence of an actual cow with one horn that right, right, right. existed in India. But in the very least, this in- idea is, 
I believe, the true origins of the modern-day Western concept of the unicorn. Yeah, and I mean, when you get into mythological creatures, all it's a mishmash of mythologies and beliefs and, like, a tall tale that continues on. A giant game of telephone. I'm going to get into the other one that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Okay. So let's get into it. Not only does the unicorn have its origins in India, Uh but... There are also versions of the unicorn from Chinese and Japanese history ah. uh, that now exist as yokai lore. Yeah, I was going to say there is a lot of like different like one horned and I think there's some one horned dragon like creatures that are like magical and different mythology. Yeah. Yeah. The Kirin. I believe, weighed heavily on the modern idea behind what a unicorn is today. They are described as being gentle, hooked creatures with a mane of fur around its head, tufts Mm. of fur on its ankles or elbows, as well as at the end of its tail. Mm, Okay, that fits. It has a a horse-like body and face. Horse-like body, not lion. And as well as scales... Definitely a line. Uh, <laughs> Definitely and, a line with scale. <laughs> and one horn on top of its head. Other iterations show the Kirin as having two antlers on its head, but there are also depictions of uh, as having a more dragon-like face, which I think is is the the more of the Chinese iteration of yeah. the Kirin, okay. which is actually um, in English spelled Q I L I N. Get in. Okay. Yeah, but, it's but like, in in Japanese, it's, the Japanese yokai is spelled K I R I N. It's all Kirin. phonetic. When yeah, you're going yeah, from yeah. Chinese, Japanese to English. It's yeah, a problem. Anyway, <laughs> legend. You can quote Kip Chinese and Japanese. It's a problem. I'm just mad about <laughs> World War Two still. Anyway, <laughs> we can get into it in my uh, potential new podcast. <laughs> Okay. Probably be coming out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a whole thing on uh, on uh, samurai swords. Anyway, <laughs> legend has it. <laughs> you just listen to the podcast when it comes out. Um, legend has it they only existed in areas ruled by a wise and benevolent leader, and were gentle, never harmed another creature, and were purely vegetarian. Kidden. Mm. Were known to be creatures of purity and goodness. They represented wisdom and justice, and their lofty symbolism surpassed even the most powerful yokai, such as the Ho'o and Tatsu. Mm. There you go. That's so that's where they started getting their purity. Okay, okay. I think I've heard, and now I'm going to Google this because I think I've heard like people say like unicorns are referenced in the Bible. I get into that. Oh, never Put mind. Put your phone down, ma'am. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't trust you. She's the worst student. I'm, she is the best student. I'm asking questions. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to rack my brain on different unicorns, <laughs> Lord be honest. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tie it all together. I'll, I'll apologize. Okay, I'll, so. I'll put you down so, gently, baby bird. <laughs> okay, so so we're, we're over in, so we, where we go next? From China so, and Japan. Where to, we the dirty, disease-written land of England. <laughs> okay. So, plague times? Wait, before plague you continue. Actually, or, or are we yes. So, you Question? said it was pronounced Kirin, right? Kirin, yeah. Is it Gi or Ki? K. Kirin. Isn't Kirin. it, like... So, that literally means giraffe. 
in Japanese. Yes. The the Japanese, when they actually did finally see a giraffe, called it Kirin because it reminded them of their beloved yokai. Because it had the, the spots which reminded them of the scales. And, and the it had the little horns. And the little face. And so, yes. Kirin in Japanese does mean giraffe. Okay. Now. In the modern sense. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that is cool. good catch. See, this is why we have an Asian person on the podcast. So they <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Lily, no, no, come back. <laughs> you need to. Kip, uh, stop insulting your guests. <laughs> <laughs> How is that an insult? First off, anyway. What <laughs> if it... it is actually openly racist. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get into this. <laughs> you cutting that? <laughs> I can't cut it. If you, you want really to cut. Or if you want to leave my shame in there, that's fine. Uh, we're going to leave. Leave the shame. Okay, so. <laughs> shame. Shame. Oh, okay. Thinking. Okay, Kip, continue. Just walk out. You guys can throw mud and old tomatoes at me. No, it's fine. We have good fresh tomatoes. Melina, <laughs> <laughs> leave the fridge alone. Yes. I love food. <laughs> this is how we trick no. you places. <laughs> You're not the first. All right. <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support petparentspod.com also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkbox.com slash pet parents pod you can get free extra month of bark box for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Are we ready? Yes. I, did we yeah. get the giggles out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we did. All right. <laughs> yeah. And Tails. You can cut that. <laughs> so, so Tails from Sonic, got it. Tails from the crypt. Sonic. Uh, of the unicorn. <laughs> Finally reached the West, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the popularity surged, and the search for the elusive unicorn was on. Mm. White people want it. They fucking go. Did, wait, was this during question? Was this during the uh, the uh, the Crusades? I have no. Can you Google when the Crusades was? Then I can I tell can't. you. I can't. Wrong first. Eighteen hundreds. I have no. I'm bad at dates. I don't I, know. I did not Google the Crusades because my research cr- Crusades are when the English got like mixed up in Middle Eastern like yeah, stuff. Yeah, we needed to calm the F down. Crusades date. Crusaders dates. Um, uh, one thousand ninety five to twelve thousand ninety one. Good. This God. is. Yes. That's the this first crusade. Right at the beginning of the crusade. Thank you for letting yes. me be wrong. <laughs> this. Yeah. Yep. Whatever that. 191. Yeah. Yep. 
1,291. I'm bad at saying... Yeah, you said 12,000. That's the 10th and 11th century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's right at the beginning. Look, ancient dates confuse me because then they flip at some point and I get very confused. I just give up. Like, what's the point? Hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Life is hard. The calendars change. I'm, I'm like, what calendar? Well, you know that. that, you know, a lot of the Middle Ages didn't actually exist according yeah. to some theory on YouTube. Anyway. What? Um... No, we're not getting into conspiracy theory. Okay, okay. So, um, Kip, tell us. Okay. So, the moon is hollow, everybody. So Europeans, <laughs> Europeans tried to invade the Middle East, and then they I came. I didn't get into the war part. Art. I must assume this is my is. my guess is that's where they got the mythology, and then they're like, oh, magical beast yeah. of one horn, huh? If you're invading the Middle East, then you're getting yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's where they got falconry. Bam. It's all coming around. Everyone listens to the falconry episode. Yeah, we begin. Is the history. It was a, that was a good episode. Uh, you should have listened, Melina. Uh, no, uh, Melina, part of the reason Falconry moved to the England is because it was after the Crusades they brought back the art of Falconry because um, people in the Middle Eastern countries practice Falconry. So that's how it moved to England. I'm sorry, I'm the dumb person here. What is falconry? Falconry is when you <laughs> hunt with birds of prey. Oh, literally, if you're using it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the art. It's the ancient art. Is. It's like Mulan when the guy he's got the Mongolian. He's got the <laughs> yeah, the evil bird that they go and do into a little chicken. Okay, so uh, so, so Europe's found unicorns and they're like, we're going to go hunt this thing. We began to see. Early Western depictions of the unicorn in paintings and tapestries beginning back to the 12th century. Now, I did actually see one example of an 11th century uh, unicorn tapestry. Okay. That would have been still in the time frame of yeah, the yeah, Crusades. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. The I first didn't see Crusades. Anything earlier, but I also didn't look super hard because I'm tired. So, That's anyway. fine. It's fine. History gets weird. Sometimes I saw, <laughs> but basically from the 11th and 12th century, you see a really pick up. Yeah, yeah, they're like, ooh, look yeah. at this. This is cool. Something I noticed mm. while researching these oil, no, old paintings. <laughs> I like that typo. <laughs> this <laughs> oil paint. Wait, old. Nope. <laughs> it was <Paintings>. just old. <laughs> it's always. Oh, I remember why I typed this. Okay. <laughs> it's always, it's, I try to type jokes and it doesn't translate well. <laughs> um, it's always some girl holding the unicorn with a blank expression on her face, and some guy is always coming up behind the unicorn and stabbing it. What? Each one of these are called the hunt for the unicorn. So where India and Japan was holding these sacred creatures on high, Western society was very firmly only interested in trophy hunting it. Uh, I know there were people who said they wanted the unicorn brought back alive, but this doesn't seem to be the pervasive thread through my research coming from the West. Also, the unicorn in the picture is always... (laughs) The unicorn in these old tapestries and paintings always have a sad frown on their face and they're covered in blood. It's completely batshit. So this is the basis for the last unicorn. Yeah, so here are are some old 12th century paintings that I found of common unicorn depictions. Oh, yeah, they're just straight up murdering. We need to include these on the Discord or something since this is an audio medium. Yeah. Yeah. And Danny emails you all of this. Oh, okay. Even the ferret episode, all of it. Oh, you emailed me. Okay, I'll have to check my email. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be like a goat, but it's in black and white. Look at the frown. 
Well, yeah, you're being stabbed. I'd be stabbed. I mean, I'd be a little sad if I were stabbed. Just a little. Just a little bit. Uh, How many times have you been stabbed, Melina? I was the one who was doing the stabbing. Let's be real. Okay, I'm sorry. You're the one killing these unicorns. (laughs) I know. Now that looks like a dog. It kind of like definitely more dog-like. Yeah. I will say in that shot, it kind of looks like she's holding the unicorn down. Like, yeah, she's get him, honey. It. She's smiling. She's like, oh, honey, get him. Okay, also, I know we're... the unicorn has toes. I just want to point that out. Uh, I know well, we're past the point of the ferret episode, but did you want to include in the previous episode that... Uh, the muscular ferret, Leonardo da Vinci. Picture. I intended to include it, but I felt like the episode was include it was going a little long. But that ferret is very buff. If anyone wants to Google the Leonardo da Vinci, <laughs> throw back to old paintings. <laughs> It is a buff ass That's what I feel like they're doing here. They're referencing things they can't see, and they're making stuff up. Well, also, like, one thing I like about... She didn't know what a fucking fair was. Old English... I love old English uh, paintings because they're really ridiculous. Like, sometimes you see horses, and you're like, huh, that's a... That is a horse, I guess, and yep. that human. <laughs> Technically, maybe. And those humans are human shapes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys kind of have the idea, maybe. Do you know what a person looks like? Michelangelo's <laughs> women. Can we talk about. <laughs> Good lord. We should. Uh, we should. Uh, well, I. I don't know. The Renaissance. Well, we at least they studied form, and not everything like was weird. Stick people in. Yeah. Awkward profile. Oh, the per- when they finally nailed perspective, that was a win. Yeah, perspective. No, perspective. No, hey, you know what? Perspective's hard. I remember my first drawing. I got really good perspective, and I was like, eh, it took me forever to actually reproduce it as a kid. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got it. I did it. I can do perspective. And I'm like, no, I can't. It was that one time. I was. I you gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep doing <laughs> it. But now it's it's not so bad. It's yeah, boxes. Everything's a box. <laughs> Now I'm going to be talking about alicorn. The horn. The horn. The horn. The horn. I, I thought we were going back to yell at me, no, at me about you guys about correcting me. My about Little Pony again. My Little Pony. Uh, as interest group, because I knew. Anyway, I'm not going to yell at you guys. Okay. As interest group, we can take it. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Malia. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can take it. It's my dog's costume. I can call what I want. I mean, this is true. I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying that. Culture evolves, and this is what we're evolving into. It does what? <laughs> Culture does evolve. Okay, so uh, the horn. Well, it's what? Just grew. Well, the corn. Mm-hmm. The horn mm-hmm. became a commodity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it was said that it had many healing properties. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we're falling into the old European Mamiya situation. But, Mamiya, uh, Mamiya. Uh, Mamiya Figaro. Are you talking about the eating of mummies? Yes. The, what? The grinding up and consuming. Oh, well, there the was mummies. this whole period uh, when people started discovering the ancient pyramids. They found the mummies and they are like, hey, this is medicinal properties. Let's Talks grind them up <laughs> and people and would then eat. People would just. That's why like, like a lot of history is <laughs> yeah, lost out of Europeans trying mm. to eat mummies for their health. <laughs> you know, I heard that humans soaked in frankincense tastes like pork. 
So, <laughs> so Law is done. Pig. I'm almost it's called done. Long Pig. Anyway, Sailor in yeah. cannibalism culture is called Long Pig. Okay. Anyway, Sailor <laughs> Explorers. Don't ask me why I know that. Okay, Sailor so <laughs> they would get the alicorn. Was this just like rhino and like elephant tusk and mm-hmm. like the start of the ivory trade or uh, something? I get yes. into that. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop knowing history. Again, you're way ahead of us. I'm sorry. First off, you're wrong. Oh, kind oh. of right. Okay, but only in the fact that it's keratin. But other than that, dead wrong. It wasn't actually unicorns and and rhinos. And a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, the African unicorn is just a rhino. But unicorns consistently and explicitly have the horn in the middle of the forehead above the eyes, and rhinos have it on the end of their nose. There's no way there could have been any. There there is an ancient um, ancestor of the rhino, which was a very long-horned creature. It had one horn in the center. Really? Yeah. Uh, I forget. That... It's an extinct species now. Yeah, I would imagine that I'm probably I mean, pre-human, though. Yeah, it? I don't know. Uh, hang on. One we do we all people. know. Horn, so rhino, ants. I'm trying to think of any other animal. But Try there's only, like, one animal I know that has a horn in the middle of its head. What animal? Chameleon. Thompson's chameleon. What are you doing? Well, I love chameleon. Narwhal. 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 No, yeah, narwhal, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you continue while I try to Google this ancestor. Right. <laughs> Is that a meowing? Stop streaming your eyeballs right now, okay? <laughs> Sailors and explorers would bring back alicorn and sell it to unwitting nobles. These horns uh, were turned into scabbards, scepters, crowns, and even a unicorn throne. For the Danish king built in 1671. Motherfucker, I googled the picture of this throne. It is so freaking gorgeous. The bottom. I want to see. What is it? Ah, yeah. It has it in the center. Okay. Oh, wow. That's nice. It's like a rhino with a giant horn shooting out of its center, but it's yeah. It's a huge horn. But yeah. it, yeah. like, I think it was in China and Russia and the Ukraine. Supposedly, and um, I mean, it does look cinnabar to me. I'm not getting the results I from want. From 2.6 MYA through 29000 BP. I don't know what that no, means. I don't think that's that's pretty human. It probably is pretty <clears throat> human. So, uh, people should look up the Danish uh, throne of Denmark, Denmark. Copenhagen, Denmark. Yeah, look at those horns. Throne of Denmark. Isn't that gorgeous? Is this it? It's white ivory unicorn horn. This, Beautiful. Hold on. Let uh, me is just, it a throne? Is what yeah, it's a full throne. It's this thing. That's it. Okay. And that's made out of unicorn horns. Look at the spiraled columns. Those uh, are the horns. Okay. I know that. Oh, on the, on the, the oh, podcast. it's on yeah. the. <laughs> okay. So it's, yeah. so what it is, let me describe it. It's a big white throne. And on the very end, you know, like the spindly backs of chairs, mm-hmm. it's basically two There's on the side. columns of it. That's a narwhal horn. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You can see in the you. middle and then you see on the side. There's, it's basically littered with horns. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while to see because it's all white ivory. To actually notice which part. I'm with Melina. I think it's narwhal. So, I'm going to ignore you people. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Keep reading. We're spoiling things, guys. Even Queen Elizabeth oh. I had a full alicorn on display in her yeah, palace as a symbol cool. of her divine sovereignty. Alicorn was seen as being the most valuable assets one could have, and chips and dust of alicorn were sold in apothecaries. As sincere medicine in England 
up until the 18th century. So that's where Harry Potter gets it from. They actually did sell unicorn as a medicine. Except it was unicorn blood in Harry Potter. They had hair. They had unicorn. Voldemort unicorn. drank unicorn blood he to see you. Is that Patronus? They put it in the wands, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did put it in the wands. Okay. question right now. Oh, I didn't understand what you were saying. You're like, they see you with magic. I was like, that was the blood that made people... Oh, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, put the horn t- in the wands, they yeah. do put the horn in the wands. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Today, I, I understand what you're saying now. Yes. Stop screaming at me, Danny. I'm just. <laughs> Today. Can you just spell it out? This is the most contentious episode we've ever had. It's not even about pets. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm literally just asking questions and being yelled at for spoilers. <laughs> Today, we know full well that the spiraled horns of the nobles of Europe were actually just poached narwhal horns. Melina! Called it, it Melina. This is why we have you on, to see through the bullshit. Yep. Wait a second. People <laughs> speculated these horns may have also been walrus tusks, but the key is if it's spiraled or smooth. Right. Spiraled horns belong to Norwals. the only true unicorn on Earth, the beautiful, majestic, virginal narwhal. And to be clear, I'm not sure. I remember watching a documentary on narwhals a while back. I don't think there's, like, some people think the horn is a tooth. Yeah, I've yeah, heard just a like, tooth I don't think it actually. serves any purpose besides mating. Like, yeah. just to say who has the biggest horn. It, it's just like, you know how sometimes you have a really bad overbite, but they have, like, a single tooth that just keeps growing forever? <laughs> Straight out of their forehead. At least they're not like those unfortunate goats that have the spiraled horns that grow into their uh, uh Into ranks. the skulls. Or, yeah, or the, uh, the, uh, um, boar, the wild boar. boar? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, that will have that. I was thinking, yeah, it's great. Ah. I want to live that life someday, you know. Just, just have your teeth okay. maybe when straight you into our yeah, reincarnate. It kind of also reminds you. You know, you're in the Guinness. Life. You're in the Guinness Book World Records with the nails. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. Disgusting. Uh, I just wanted to. Every time I saw a picture of that, I'm like, can someone please cut those off? So, them? is it true that nerve endings starts growing into those? Oh, I have no clue. I, they just Hope grossed not. me out as a kid. Okay. Yeah. But I, I told, but that was totally something we read. Like anytime they, it's like go to the nail one. They get like too thick when they get that big, you know. Yeah. My nails right now. Well, my nails are pathetic and thin. You can see the ends coming out of the. The King James Bible was written, mm-hmm. and because of the booming popularity of the unicorn as a pure, virginal, and largely mysterious creature existing so strongly in the culture of the time, mm-hmm. it was added into the doctrine at the time. Okay. Unicorn was never mentioned in the Bible prior to the KJV translation. I gotta love those people writing the holy word. Totally mm-hmm. changing it from what it was for their own... So it's blasphemy and uh, unicorns are it's Satan's worshippers? Well, I actually <laughs> included every single passage of the KJV Bible. I, into this and it's we, not a lot okay okay yeah, I was like, like wait a second okay so there's someone's like anyone wonders this, the is, this is what the bible says about this, unicorns and also the bible never said anything about unicorns prior to this which means that it's anything that the bible says about unicorns is wrong no not the word of god look the word of god says <laughs> no. you tell me what the unicorn tell me what god says about the unicorns god brought them out of egypt he hath, as it were, the strength of the unicorn. Numbers 22. Something's going on with Egypt. His glory uh, well. 
is like the first leg of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With them he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. Deuteronomy 17. Okay. Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorn. Psalm 21. So wait, is the unicorn going to stab someone? Yep. Marketh them the cedars cedars of Lebanon, also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian, like a young unicorn. Psalms. Psalms. What if it's unicorns in name? (laughs) Yeah. I imagine uh, someone's a writer and his kid's like, I like unicorns. Like, I'll write some in the Bible. Maybe he'll he'll, he'll pay attention to my stuff. (laughs) 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 By my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of the unicorn. I shall be anointed with flesh, fresh oil. Psalm 10. Not the Psalms. Psalm really says a lot of nonsense. Anyway. The, what is a psalm? Uh, psalms psalms is a book of the Bible. Oh, which, I thought you were asking. Oh, no, no, it, it's psalms. but they they're also where the songs of the Bible come from because psalm is songs. Psalm. They're they're a little easier to read because they're kind of poemy. Yeah, they're poemy, but there's just a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. You can read them. Like there's some pretty good songs. Yeah, have fun on it. Oh my god, I just realized that I don't think I have a single. No, I've got I've got one Bible. In I don't think I have a Bible. My Bible is in New Jersey. Um, (laughs) Oh, you left it there. Did New Jersey need it more than (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Uh, The unicorn, wait. And the unicorn shall come down with them, and the bullocks with their bulls, and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness. Isaiah said. Okay, Isaiah was like, I'm going to get on this unicorn. Super fat. So what else? Uh, is that it? Will the unicorn? There's a couple more. There's just okay. There's there's two okay. more. There's two more. Okay. Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide in thy crib? Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow, or will he harrow the valleys after thee? Will thou mean? trust him because his know. strength is great, or wilt thou leave thy labor on him? Wilt thou believe him that he will bring home thy seed, or gather into thy barn? Job 9-12. Well, Job's a hot mess of a book because Job, that's, yeah. yeah, Job's like basically God's like, you are my favorite and then someone's like well would he still be your favorite if you like cursed him and he's like yeah Job would totally be my favorite I'm gonna kill his family make him poor do all this stuff and Job's like like, I bet you if I do all this shit Job's not gonna like you no more and God was like deal deal Job Job, you're gonna have a fucking Job's like, I still love you, God. Yeah, like roof collapsed on his family and yeah. all his children. Yeah. And he got his... sick with like boils and shit. Yeah, and then he's like, I still love you, God. What's going on? Well, he and God had nothing else at that point. Yeah, and God's like, Well, I no. see, I made look, look, Job, hang in there, bud. I made a bet with Satan, and if you do it, it's gonna be nice. And Job's like don't worry they're in heaven they're in heaven you're gonna see them when you die but hey. this is all on a back anyway that's why I'm uh... a little messed up yeah, anyway. <laughs> bible man <sighs> love that old testament 
Uh, <laughs> so, oh god, wrapping things up and moving on to Danny's part of the episode. I have a small part. What was the last unicorn? Oh. The last sincere attempt to find a unicorn actually ended in Africa. There was a legend of the api, a wild donkey or zebra that lived in the forests of the Congo. Mm. After some research that I read into and wrote nothing about because it was super racist and very upsetting, I'm just going to tell you guys that what the Ati ended up being was the Okati, which ends up being related to the giraffe, the yeah. Kiryu. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. It's all tied in. It all comes around. And it lives in the uh, jungle instead of the plains. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. It is actually the ninth rarest creature on Earth, uh, with only 200,000 left on Earth. And to describe what it looks like, I know everyone's probably seen it. Anyone who loves animals has seen what an okapi looks like. It's it's a, a, a deer-shaped creature. It's kind of sturdy. It's got like a ruddy brown color. I would call it a kind of cinnabar. It's got zebra legs and it's got little little giraffe antlers. Like little oh, dubby nubs come out of its It's me as an animal. It's you as an animal. It's just a cute little baby creature. And it's got a little horn. Yeah. Good little giraffe horns and it just lives and chills it's a in the unicorn. woods. And uh, you know, it's going slowly going extinct. Oh. There are obviously <laughs> conservatories around the earth that keep okapi, but apparently they're very hard to keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stubborn like pandas. So we just need to perfect the, the get it on with the okapi and hopefully we can bring them back. Or but, maybe we protect their natural wildlife and leave them alone and maybe like not. Realistically. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Into the Congo. Let's start working with them. Hopefully we can start saving some creatures. Mm. Yeah. Um. That's all I got. Okay, so I have... We're going to end on a happy note. First, we're going to be on a sad note because remembering all this god crap, I remember one version of Noah's Ark Mm -hmm. I read. It was like a kid's book thing. And they're like, oh, God, they killed the unicorns. And they they, they did. Like, there was this, like, picture book or something. They're like, and the reason there's not dragons and unicorns is because they didn't get on the ark. And God flooded them. It's like. Well, that's bullshit. Thanks. There was Thanks. one part in a, a, I actually have the book right now. I was reading it to my daughter. It was like a Bible version. And uh-huh. it was talking about like why people can't communicate and about Babel. Yeah, the, 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 the Tower of Babel. And the exact reason it said in the book was God was jealous because they didn't need him anymore. Because yeah. like, we could yeah. talk to yeah. each other. Because yeah. yeah, they were too. We were too busy as a human species collaborating with each other to get what we how, wanted. How did building a how, tower to heaven? So yeah, while you're was. So, so while you were reading this to your six year old daughter who started kindergarten, what was her what was her take of this? <laughs> she knows she wasn't listening. <laughs> okay. Every now and then a kid might listen, and then they're like, you "Well, God's kind of me." Every now and then I was I'd be. <laughs> I'd be in church. I mostly didn't listen. I drew. I didn't listen either. <laughs> I fell asleep. I drew through church. I was allowed a sketchbook. I wasn't allowed like games or anything. But my parents let me bring a sketchbook, and so I'd draw through church. And every now and then, I'd be like listening. I'm like, mm, that's questionable. I paused. I'm like, that doesn't seem very nice. I know. I'm like, I thought God's nice. Narcissistic here. <laughs> this is a. But no, uh, we're gonna end on a happy note. Yes. Okay. Everyone remembers the cartoon based on the book, The Last Unicorn, right? 
I didn't know it was based on a book. It is based on a book. But I've watched the cartoon so I've many never times. actually. one of my favorites. So, it was a Bakshi film, right? Yeah, yeah kind of. Um, sure seemed happy, uh... Well, not happy overall. Sure, seemed pretty sad overall. Well, okay. So, um, the book was written by Peter S. Uh, Bengal. Bingle. It's B E A G L E. Bingle. B E A G L E. Beagle. 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 Yeah. That's yeah. it. Beagle. I always say it weird. Um, Peter S. Beagle, and he wrote the book, and it is more of an adult theme that it was uh, produced by the Bakshi Company, but I have a, a little fun note about the Ooh, animation. Um, but, okay, so one thing that was interesting is the movie itself was also, the screenplay was written by the author of the book, because mm-hmm. he literally was like, he had done some work on Bakshi movies, like he did the screenplay for The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And then when people are like, oh, we want to turn your book into a movie, he was like, I'll write it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And there was even a bid, apparently, um, Lee Medelson and Bill um, Mel- Melendez, they were producers behind a Charlie Brown Christmas, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and other Peanuts special, were interested in adapting it. But um, according to the uh, Peter's account, um, one of the partner's wives came up to him at a gathering and pulled him aside. And it's like, don't give this to us. We are not good enough for this. And he was like, hmm, okay. So he ended up with the Ralph Bakshi people to make it. The thing is, while all the storyboards, because like a lot of animation, all the storyboards are done in the Western part. They get all the, a lot of the production gets shipped overseas. And the animation studio that actually got the in-betweens and did all the actual rough animation and things like that mm-hmm. was an animation studio named Topped Craft Animation. And they worked on The Hobbit as well for Bakshi. Yeah. You, you can really see that. That it, I imagine it was sent to the East, right? It was sent to yeah. the East. It was a Japanese company that would later be bought by Hayao Miyazaki, Aisawa <gasps> Takahata, <laughs> and Toshisha, and then rebuilt as Studio Ghibli. So <laughs> it's funny because, like, when you see the last unicorn, you can really you see, see that Eastern influence yeah. in the animation, and, and you can see it with this. I mean, you can still see some Western stuff a lot with the human characters, but mm. a lot of like the scenery, a lot of the creatures, it does mm. have that very Eastern feel, even though it's like done so. In a way, like it's not the like it obviously isn't the same studio that was Ghibli, but it was the foundation that became Ghibli. Yeah, it's kind of like how Firefox is built off of a foundation of Netscape Navigator. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. IT people out there. So it's a neat little, like, (laughs) animation nerdy thing, but I found it neat. And it's also a very good, and it was a film that was originally, because it was done by the Ralph Bakshi people who did, um, The Hobbit, um, what was it, Fire and Ice was their other one? Uh, wait, what are we what, talking about? Uh, the Bakshi Animation Group. They also... Oh, I don't know. Uh, Bakshi... Uh, yeah, I'm... I've, yeah. <laughs> it has a stupid fancy name, and I don't know if I'm just combining... Hang on. Well... Bakshi... What was it? Yeah, Fire and Ice was one of their films. It's like a... Like heavy metal type animation. Oh, I like that a lot. I'm gonna watch that tonight. It's, cool. I, 
I've only seen clips of it. I haven't actually seen it. It's very metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that. I love the cartoon heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah, so it was meant for an adult audience, and that's also right. why the themes, like, uh, actually the movie gave the prince a sadder ending than it did in the book. Like, in mm-hmm. in the movie, he lost everything. He lost his adoptive father. He lost no the cast. I haven't even seen it yet. Oh. Jeez, damn. I'm sorry. This movie is, like, from the, it, before I was Spoil- born. Hashtag spoilers. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, but it's also, it was written by the author. Right. So it, it's a uh, fairly... Faithful re, uh, retelling, even though it's told from a different perspective. Because when you trans, because you can't really translate books into movies, and not directly. To understand that you have to. You, you do have to do a movie. No, no, no. Uh, and sometimes movie Castle, good example of that, also. Yeah, that it's a it's a great movie, very different book, also very I good. Love, I it's sucked a fu- that book down. That I, I've really heard cool. it's very good. Do you have? Yeah, I can I can loan it to you. Yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? Yes. Okay. I accept that I will never see it again. Oh, stop. <laughs> anyway, so it, it's it, – but that movie was meant for adult audience, and it's more of a, a story and tell about, like, its loss of innocence, but it's also, like, the difference between reality and fantasy and having to come to grips as, like, adult with that kind of stuff, which right. – it, it You can see it in its themes, and I think that was neat, and it's happy, and it's not about hurting endangered animals. Yeah. That's very yeah, nice. yeah, it's fun animation trivia, and that's what I got for you. Thank I you. like it. And okay. also, alicorns are cool, and friendship is magic is yeah. great. Uh-huh. And alicorns now, instead of meaning horn, mean winged horned horse. Yeah. I guess it's monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> Melina, if you ever want to be tortured by your child for an animation, it's very solid. Like fire and ice, or uh, the... no friendship oh, is no. magic. Oh, okay. Show her fire and ice. <laughs> you, so dear God, you, but you, you, you. That knew. is the last thing we talked about, so I had to. <laughs> no, and then I like pulled up. No, like no, My Little no, Pony, friendship is magic, no, solid. What about the last unicorn? Last unicorn's good. It's a little Bash scary. Animations oh. it's a, are scary. For they're a little. Children. I mean. I watched I, it as like a ten year old. Yeah, but you're crazy. I watched The Hobbit as a child. Look, don't give me those eyes. You are. I watched Piranha. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. That's a. I didn't. I wasn't as interested. Look, I tried to read Hobbit as a kid. Yeah. I kept falling asleep. I tried an audiobook. I fell asleep. I tried mm-hmm. reading. I fell asleep. I wrote a book report. I read one chapter of that book. I got an A. Nice. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. When when I read Bilbo, the back it's a spark notes. In the in the in the back sheet film when Bilbo gets his finger pulled off oh, by Gollum. Jesus, it's probably bloody and gory. It's actually not. Oh, okay. But I had a problem. Like I would watch like Mad TV and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it would show those animations where people were like vomiting and bleeding all over the losing limbs and it would like squirt technicolor blood and stuff like that. That would make me sick as a small baby. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of phobias and anxiety as a small child. Not anymore because I don't like being controlled by that kind of stuff, so I had to like physically learn how to get over it. Okay. But when I was little, I came across that scene on the TV, on the TV, <laughs> up there in Elbow Lake, Minnesota, and uh, up there in Elbow Lake, Minnesota. Don't you know where I was eating my hot dish and my, you know, whatever. Okay. So uh, when he pulled his finger off, I physically like. It was like a buttery taste in the back of my neck. Like, it was, like, so awful and gruesome for me. And I 
to this day have never watched that film all the way through. So wait, is this a cartoon or is this? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the movie. Of, it, it, there's a old animated version of what did they teach you in animated history class? What did they teach you? If you had my professor. Okay, let's not talk. No. Uh, if okay. I watched it now, I wouldn't be grossed out by it because I remember the scene very clearly. Yeah. It, but like, you know, back when I was a small child, it was upsetting. Ma- mainly what we covered with Bakshi is he did a lot of early rotoscoping. Oh, we did cover that. Yeah, yeah. And they had a couple of things from Hobbit where they had rotoscoped the action, but they always had to have it. Yeah. But they always had to have in between animation because rotoscoping just feels stiff because, yeah. yeah. Rotoscoping. Feels yeah. Stiff. Well, I mean, it's it it has uncanny valley, so you have to. Well, true. Yeah, that's why you need to do hand animation too. And now we're an animation pod, everyone. <laughs> um, no, uh, your kid would probably like My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Oh, she it's, does. She does. Oh, okay, she does. Then why don't you know what we're talking about, Melina? Why aren't you watching your child's cartoons? I know the theme song. <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, I've watched na, a few na, episodes na. on repeat. It's just that she doesn't seem to watch more than like the th- same three episodes. Thank you. You're never getting this back. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, when she's older, I bet she would like... Uh, have you, I'm just surprised. So, wait. has Who has seen Last Unicorn here? Me. Well, I thought you said you had screen spoilers no, a two no. out of four two i'm talking about the four, oh the viewers oh i was talking about well the prince loses everything no i was talking about the last unicorn when i was talking about people it. who haven't seen it may get spoilers you should have put, put that warning in the beginning i'm redirecting so that I yeah can. so you don't yeah no i was talking about never mind anyway it's over it's done with but it's definitely <laughs> worth a watch for you Okay. And maybe when your kid's a bit older. Is it on Netflix or is this something? I don't. I have no. You can probably either. find it. You can Google who streams it. Yeah, you can probably find it. If you it. want, I'll just. I actually have a, a a ripped version of it on a hard drive in my office. I can just email it. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut all this. Okay. Uh, Thanks. No, I'm sure you can find it, but uh, maybe like ten. I don't know. It depends on your kid's a weird kid. But well, I watched Piranha when I was she four. Is, and I love her. Voice. How like how freaked out. Is she because there's like a scary... she's watched The Walking Dead already. Does she like The she's Walking so Dead? Freaking <laughs> is that my I fault? She watched Forensic Files with my mom. <laughs> she, she went to a stranger and said, So I can't talk to you because strangers tie people up in rope. Is that why she used to cry when she's like, You would come in and every time I'd be like, Hi, she'd be like, eh. Like, does she know no, no, no. Friends of later on, and like, I don't know okay. what was wrong with it. But <laughs> <laughs> I think she associated work with you going away. So <gasps> I'm she's sorry, Elena. Yeah, she's a sweet kid. You, You're all, she's, really she's good just kid. a kid. Yeah, good kid. Um, yeah. Well, good. I don't know. Give the unicorn she, movie she a try. There's a scary. Like yeah, okay. there's a scary boar movie, like a scary bull demon who like. That's the villain. It's very I scary. I was, scary. I was scared. Okay, then I was like scared of the harpy with like the four titties. Yeah, on. yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, there is that too. Yeah, from the carnival, there is the floppy titties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Not the four titties. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, she was like a hag. Harpy. That's what harpies usually are. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they yokai? Okay, so we're just. This is a positive note, by the way. This is a positive note. Recommendations for Melina's child of the age of six to bring to school and tell all the kids about her. It's too late for us. Have you seen the last unicorn? Okay, 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 okay. We're backing up. Okay, so unicorns have an interesting history, and yep. Uh, he's obviously real and very real and totally by, not just poached narwhals no, yeah, yeah definitely not and, and the um the bible says they're real and that noah definitely didn't leave him behind on the ark no, and no, like no. fuck those kids books but before we go like yeah yes yeah, there are a few people i run into who don't know what narwhals are well, you know what? We've really? never the heard of narwhals. Weird. I mean, everyone has an animal they don't know is exactly. a real animal. There's like... a lot of animals out there, but the narwhals, whales with horns. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> narwhals are real. I'm... They are extremely rare. And when I was a child, when I would look them up in encyclopedias, it was always the same picture because back in the early 90s, there was only like three pictures of narwhals that were available. Really? Nowadays, of course, we've had millennial and Gen X explorers I... going out into the wild, <laughs> TikToking themselves, finding narwhals. <laughs> My in laws' um, dad didn't realize flamingos were real. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, he thought they were mythical. Did he ever think it was you? Well, he found out they were really zoo. Oh, God. <laughs> there is no, yeah. no way that any bird has the audacity to be that pink. So, I grew up in Louisiana, and we have something called the Nutrirat, and I yes. didn't think it was a real thing. I thought it was like a, a boogeyman. They told, because the Wait, way they, you say? a Nutrirat. Nutrirat. It's like this beaver rat. It's a giant beaver rat thing, which was, it's an invasive species in Louisiana. And the thing is, they would tell stories about it, like, oh, don't go into the bayou, get eaten by the nutrient. It was like this thing that I didn't think was a real thing because of the way they talked about it. And then one of my science teachers was talking about it, and I'm like, Wait, that's real? And she's like, yes, that's real. What do you think it was? And I was like, I don't know, Princess Bride stuff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This looks familiar, but I didn't know it was called a Nutrirat. Well, they look like beavers. They have, like, red teeth. They're an invasive species that's, like, destroying wetlands in Louisiana. <gasps> Let's headbutt them. Well, oh people are... <laughs> there's... Isn't this just a... Uh... They're kind of cute. They're Not... Hold on, it's not a... They're like beavers mixed with rats. Yeah, they're not, like, they were brought in for fur farming. Uh... And then they got they got out and bred, and they destroy, um... As invasive species do. They, dest- they destroy vegetation, which helps hold the silt lands of the, of the swamp lands, and so it gets erosive <gasps> over time, uh, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very bad but when i was a kid i thought they were a boogeyman oh and oh, then chupacabra yeah, yeah 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 like that so, and then i'm like oh no wait it's real <laughs> so when i was a little actually no not when i was little this story is from uh when i was uh, an adult mid-20s i was actually visiting my family's home in michigan city indiana and i saw something that looked very much like a neutral rat i did not know what it was actually at the time even though i've been studying animals my entire life uh and it turns out it was a woodchuck 
Oh, oh yeah. So they're all chucks look very similar, yeah. but they have fluffy tails instead of rat tails. Yeah. All righty. Nice to okay. everybody. So, um, <laughs> wrapping up the episode, good unicorn episode, solid, another good, solid, magical, fantasy creature episode. Thank you. Any, my little pony. Thank Keith, you. where can people find uh, us? Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, there's actually, no way I'm on tune. I used to own a My Little Kitty in the 90s. They had little, the vinyl toys of the My Little Ponies back in the day. But they also had little vinyl My Little Kitty toys. Oh, I had the vi- vinyl My Little Kitty I'm just kitty thinking toys. of the... I feel like you're flexing right now. Yeah, flexing. I am flexing. Yeah. I have big Dita flex. stars. That's See, it was baby blue and I had pink hair. I'm just yeah. thinking of the weird vinyl. See, I had a, like a surprise pregnancy cat. Yeah. I forget what. Jesus. Where it was oh, a mama cat and then had like a weird vinyl and then it was like Velcro, Velcro belly and it had kittens yeah. in it. And, and there was always a run kitten. the mother to get them the children out. Yeah. And then you'd shove them back in and so, yeah. That's how babies work. And that's how babies work. And there was always, there was always a runty one with closed eyes and the other ones had open eyes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's upsetting. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I liked them because they were baby kitties and I didn't have pets. So, continue. Uh, Heath, where can people find us? Yeah, they can find us on Facebook, Discord, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, Pet Parents Pod. You can also email us, petparentspod at gmail.com. And we will continue to get better. And good luck with your unicorn dreams. <laughs> Goodbye, and thank Bye, you. Bye, y'all. Thanks for joining us, Melina. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Come back again, you hear? You hear?